2: Some say fall is their favorite time of year, and this fall, there are now updated COVID-19 booster shots designed to help protect against COVID-19 variants. If you've had your primary series, schedule an updated COVID-19 booster shot appointment as soon as you're eligible, and don't forget to enjoy the foliage sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech.
0: When you get a new Subaru during the 2022 Share the Love event, Subaru and their retailers share the love with your community. The annual event has supported over 1,700 hometown charities. And by the end of this year, Subaru and their retailers will have donated over $250 million. The 2022 Subaru Share the Love event, now through January 3rd. To learn more, visit Subaru.com share. You're listening to the
3: Upperhand Hand Fantasy Podcast. Now, here's your host, Faraz Sadiqi and Zach Rizzuto. All right. All right. Let's get right into it. Zach, what's going on, man? Uh, This is us, Sadiki. We're going to go over quarterback rankings, running back rankings for week 11. We got some news to go over. We got a, a game tonight. Thursday night football. Week 11 is starting tonight. Exciting, man. Exciting. Yeah. We're getting to get the, the, the home stretch of the season. Um, Hopefully you guys have started to make some moves already with those trades that we talked about yesterday uh apparently a lot apparently a lot of people don't have their last uh week of trades this week right. you know yeah. I, did, I did a poll on my instagram story and it was about 50 50 where 50 percent of the people you know had their de- trade deadlines today oh i'm sorry this week and then fi- the other 50 percent have their trade deadlines next week uh so i was we were going to do another show next week we were thinking about not doing a show but now i'm thinking i'm like well next week is thanksgiving so yeah. we're, we're gonna figure out what we're gonna do in terms of shows. We're probably not gonna have a show on Thanksgiving Day, uh, but we're gonna have a show Monday through Wednesday, and then on Friday morning, yeah. um, you know, to kind of make sure that you guys are good to go going into the weekend. And obviously, we have a few games on Thanksgiving as well. I think we have a game on. Do we have a game on Friday too? Yeah, I
2: think. Well, no, I think it's next year. I know next that year. they said about a Black Friday game. Um, yes, I think it's next year that they're starting. Okay, twenty twenty three. So okay. I saw that. I was kind of excited for that. And then I realized I think it is next year. Dude. Um, if that, it isn't even better. But
3: <laughs> we're gonna have we're gonna have football on Monday, on Thursday, on Friday, and on
2: Sunday. So yeah.
3: why not? If it yeah, doesn't happen every all day. the time.
2: But I remember back when you know COVID was a problem and they would move games around. We had uh, games every day of the week. It was Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Um Sunday, Monday, That's Tuesday, right. Wednesday, Thursday is what it was. Um yeah. obviously. That was a pain in the butt for fantasy, but man, that was kind of cool having it every day of the week. It was. Know. It was. Um, so we got some
3: news. Uh Mark Andrews got a limited practice in on Wednesday. Uh, good sign he can play this week, but he's not out of the woods just yet. This is a good sign, though, for him yeah. for him to play. Uh, Gus Edwards was also back in practice. Good sign for his availability. If he practices all week, I'd expect him to get the majority of touches out of the Ravens backfield this week. I would be fine starting him as like a low end RB2. If he doesn't. Both Keenan Allen and Mike Williams got limited practice practices in on Wednesday. That's a good sign for both. But I'd be extremely cautious putting either of them in my lineup this week, especially Keenan Allen. You know, even in a good matchup against Kansas City, like this is, you know, it's not even a great matchup for Mike Williams, like on his side uh, on the left side. But like, you know, it's it's. I would. I'm not sure if these guys will end up going this week. I would say that they might not play. They might leave them out one more week. Yeah, uh, especially Keenan Allen, uh, even Mike Williams. To be
2: honest, that's what I would do. I mean, the way that they've been having them miss games, you know, Keenan Allen came back probably a little bit too early and ended up, you know, reaggravating that same injury. At this point, you had him out for the entire season. Um, having him back a game earlier isn't going to change anything really. Um, maybe I guess against the Chiefs, you could say it would be helpful to have them back, but they've been you know, getting it done without them. They're not a bad team without them. And then they should be able to come back healthy. Just bring them back when they're hundred percent. Don't rush them back. That's what I think they're going to do. And they should do. If they bring them back, you know, I wouldn't be worried about starting them. I, I would kind of just be like, okay, I'm gonna put you in my lineup if you're playing. Especially if it's just one of them because Justin Herbert, you know, it's a good matchup. I, I would leave it. You know, I know you can temper expectations a little bit. You're not gonna be expecting them full full um power, but if you've had them on their bench the whole year, you know, you're gonna want them in your lineup.
3: <laughs> uh, I'm with you, man. Uh, Jerry Judy didn't practice on Wednesday either. Uh, my guess is that he sits out this week, but there's there's a chance that he plays. Um, he'll have to get some practice in first, though. So to monitor that for you know, for him and for Cortland Sutton. Yeah. There's a chance that Kyler Murray doesn't play this week. Um, again, they play on Monday night. And as you'll see, I don't have you'll see him soon. I don't have him ranked that high anyway this mm-hmm. week against San Francisco, but uh, Colt McCoy is also dealing with a knee injury and he's day to day himself. Trace McSorley would be the quarterback if neither can go. Uh, and that offense, you know, would take a pretty big hit if that would be the case.
2: Yeah. I mean, it was serviceable with Colt McCoy and now, you know, Trace McSorley, obviously we haven't seen much of him and he was a bit of a legend when he was in Baltimore, uh, but <laughs> you know, sure. he never really saw the field that much. Um, yeah. I, everybody would get a downgrade except maybe James Connor. If, you know, Trace McShortley right. will be the, the guy that goes. Um, I think Colt McCoy can get it done for DeAndre Hopkins if, if it comes down to it, you know. Yeah. Colt McCoy's okay. He can he can get the ball where it needs to be to DeAndre Hopkins. And obviously we want Kyler Murray to play. I think Kyler Murray will play, but I'm not sure. We'll have to see. If, if yeah. It seems like teams are kind of taking the uh the conservative route with these injuries, bringing players back this season so far, except for, you know, Keenan Allen coming back and re it. But outside of that, um we've seen it from the Colts with Jonathan Taylor all that so if he doesn't play I mean it it sucks that it's a Monday night because you might be just pigeonholed into you know starting Colt McCoy if you have to if he doesn't play you know you're starting Trace McSorley um definitely have another guy ready uh especially if he has a good matchup you, like there are a couple guys in our rankings this week you know top 20 that you might be able to just stream you know throw in there I'm
3: playing and, I'm playing Daniel Jones over Kyle Murray this week
2: yeah I is- think that's probably your best Best bet. <laughs> with the I would say so.
3: You know, yeah. it's just like he's hurt too. Like he's not gonna. He might not get some rushing. That rushing, that rushing upside isn't there. You know what I'm saying? And he, yeah. And Dan Jones is going up against the Lions. So I'm like, all mm. right. I'm just gonna leave him out of my lineup for one more week.
2: Yeah, um, we've seen we've seen Kyler Murray playing with an injury. His upside is you know seriously capped. You know oh, yeah. that's what kind of happened. The past two seasons, you know, in the back half of this season, he gets injured and he doesn't have the ceiling that he had what it, earlier on. What if
3: it? Do you think he's faking the injury? Like, do you think he's just playing Call of Duty this whole time? <laughs> I
2: knew that was going to come up. Huh? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I don't. I don't think that's the case. You know, we give Kyler Murray a lot of crap. You know, not only do we give him crap for being short, but also now because of Call of Duty. You know, I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt on this one and say that this is a legit injury because he's played the rest of the season.
3: Marquise Brown has been designated to return from IR. His 21-day practice window starts now um it's even possible that he plays on monday night uh if kyler goes like i'm okay starting him as like a wide receiver three in his first game back and then i'd expect to move him up into that wide receiver two range as kyler gets healthier um but i prefer i prefer to play him with kyler murray healthy right so if Kyler murray doesn't play like i'm not sure if i want to Put Marquise Brown in my lineup, assuming that I have other options. And if I do, I might sit Hollywood in his first game back.
2: Yeah. I I would temper expectations with Hollywood Brown. Definitely coming back, like, you know, just not only from the injury, but coming back with a presumably backup quarterback. You know, if Kyle Murray plays, like you said, good news. But if he comes back with a backup quarterback, they're just going to feed it to DeAndre Hopkins. I don't know how much of a snapshot sure he's even going to get, you know, coming back if they want to kind of take him back slowly. Uh, Rondo Moore is doing his thing. He's fine. We'll see what Trey McBride can do. And James Conner, like we said, you know, they just released, you know, Benjamin. So I think they have designs to use him pretty heavily, you know, feature him pretty heavily in this offense moving forward. So 100%. I would give it, I would give it that week before you put yeah, it back. Yeah. And
3: I'm going to, I'm going to, we'll talk about, you know, James Conner today and, and what that opportunity might look like. Um, yeah. But uh, one more piece of news, Juju is not practicing with that concussion. McCall Hardman still isn't practicing because of an illness to his abdomen. Like, not sure what that means. Uh, but if yeah. both these guys are out, you know, Kadarius Tony obviously gets a big bump and should be started. And if right. Hardman does play, you know, or Juju does play, like I'm still starting Tony as like a wide receiver three-ish. Mm-hmm. If Juju plays, you know, I think you know, obviously Juju will get a lot of those targets. You know, Hardman might be bumped down just a little bit. But if if Hardman's out you know, I think Tony can assume a lot of that as well, but either way, I think Tony is trending up and his snaps will go up
2: regardless. Yeah. Regardless of what happens with the injury situation. I think he's going to carve himself out a nice role. He's talented.
3: Yeah. Um, let's talk about now. We will talk about now. <laughs> we see F here. F. we were just, yeah. know, what, what's your name, dude. I, I'm tired <laughs> of calling you F. I'm just going to call you for us. Um, <laughs> uh, he's asking, is Stefan Dick still a good starter this week with three feet of snow? Step. So you know, for us, like I, I I've I've literally like um we we, we completely dismissed your question yesterday. We were just talking about it before the podcast started. Uh, you know, we weren't really aware of like the snow situation. I knew it, it was happening, but like yeah. I didn't think it was gonna be this serious. So obviously it would last twenty four hours. <laughs> Things have changed a little mm-hmm. bit. So is he still is Stefan Dick still a good starter this week with three feet of snow? No. Like I would say like if they're playing in Buffalo and there's three feet of snow and it's coming down, they're calling it thunder snow. Um yeah. I, I wouldn't you know, I wouldn't like keep get my hopes up for Stefan Diggs. So, you know, just keep that in mind. You know, it looks like the NFL might end up moving this game potentially, depending on the reports. Yeah. Uh, so you know, just keep an eye out for that. And, that and we'll would see be how that ends up going.
2: That would be best case scenario for fantasy. You know, you want you know, ideal conditions, obviously, or as close to ideal conditions as you can get for fantasy football. If you remember, if they do play this in Buffalo during this thunder snow that they're calling it they're calling for 30 mile an hour winds on top of it that kind of gets lost in the sauce when you're talking about three six feet of snow but 30 mile an hour wind if you remember the last game that was played in buffalo with a high wind like that you know that was new england versus buffalo last season and new england won that game by attempting six or seven passes single digit yeah. and,
3: and i think damian harris had like a long yeah. like 50 yard touchdown or something like yeah. that, in that
2: game. yeah that's what it was so I mean, granted, that is Mac Jones. You know, that game plan was a bit drastic. The Bills did throw it around a little bit more yard, more than that. But um, I, I wouldn't expect too much. You know, that is pretty bad. We saw this. Someone asked a question about it yesterday. And like we said, we didn't know the extent of it. When I heard snow, I was like, oh, it's just going to be like a snow game. You know, is it going to be a big deal. But three, six feet of snow, that's definitely grounds to move it. I am hoping that they move that maybe to a neutral site.
3: Let's talk about tonight's game real quick. Packers, Titans. Um, i like aaron Rodgers this week as a low-end qb1 uh with his newfound weapon in christian watson right and he has alan lazard he has aaron jones you know solid matchup right through the air um i'm okay starting him like i and you'll see i have him i think i have him at qb10 or qb11 or something like that um and watson too like i'm starting him as an upside wide receiver three This week, I don't know if he's a high-end wide receiver three, but he he's like a solid wide receiver three who could put up wide receiver one numbers. Um, But can't you can't ignore the forty percent target share, right? You can't ignore the three touchdowns last week, and you can't ignore the matchup advantages. Um, I'd expect the Titans to try their best to not let him get over the top, though, right? Like it just happened, like you know, this couple days ago. Titans are very aware of this. They also had a a guy go for three touchdowns against them, Stephon Diggs. You know, early on the season. And they started to like lock down these number one wide receivers. Yeah. Um, but still, like they have Alan Lazard there. I, I I actually like Alan Lazard's uh higher prop tonight. Um, you know, because of that. But you know, and, and it might sound obvious, but I have a feeling that they do a good job of you know letting not letting Christian Watson get over the top. But that being said, I still think he gets the targets. You know, yeah. um, and you know, it's one of the reasons I like Lazard too. So uh, Lazard, I'm playing him as a wide receiver three as well. I think both these guys are going to be in my top 36.
2: Uh, I think that's fair. You know, the Packers seem to get it all together, of course, against my Cowboys defense, but that's besides the fact. Um, I think that Aaron Rodgers looked a lot more like Aaron Rodgers last week the in the interceptions that we had seen a few weeks before it didn't happen um you know christian watson having christian watson a reliable receiver not only reliable but you know an explosive receiver to kind of lean on in the passing game that's something he hasn't had all season and we just saw what the offense can be with that aaron jones also quietly had what 140 yards on the ground you know so the offense is clicking just fine it's doing all right um at least compared to what we see at the, saw at the beginning of the season um i I like the matchups on the outside aaron Rodgers should have you know another good day at least compared to what he's been doing i think we can move him up like you said into the qb1 range it's going to be low end qb1 he's not going to have um he doesn't have that upset anymore but yeah you know he's not just a floor play at this point
3: you'll see that i have aaron Rodgers. i'm sorry aaron jones is a high-end rb2 this week uh it's a tough matchup on the ground uh but you know, if I'm expecting Aaron Rodgers to do well, then I'd have to expect the offense to be in positions to score. Um, so I'm good starting Jones this week. The Titans have also given up the fourth most receptions to running backs over the last four weeks. So hopefully the Packers can take advantage of that. Right. Derrick Henry is a great start tonight. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, running, backs, <laughs> running backs have an edge in general on Thursday nights, and the Packers uh, have been vulnerable uh, to the run game. Uh, and, and that's about it for the Titans. Like, don't start anybody else. But I'll say this. Like, pick up Traylon Burks before this game uh, yeah. if he's available in your leagues. Uh, You know, on platforms where you can just drop bench players after they play. uh, So you can just pick up somebody else for Sunday to see if they pop off, you know, and just continue that rotation. You can do that on, like, Sleeper and, like, Yahoo and, you know, other platforms if your league settings allow it.
2: Yeah. All right. Derek Henry's the guy. That's the story of the Titans offense.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs>